0: Hi, I'm Justin.
1: Also, I hate the way my voice sounds, so if you can, like, do whatever Photoshop does to voices, make me sound awesome.
0: And this is my lovely friend.
1: The beauty in the eyes of the beholder. And it's just about getting into the seat of being the beholder. Haley. I don't think you have to be particularly perceptive just think you have to look up.
0: This podcast is mostly just her telling me stories.
1: If you expose yourself to the possibility that this might be really awkward, there, there can be something just really cool on the other side of it.
0: She thinks that her life and way of looking at things are...
1: Oh, I thought I was kind of waiting on you. I thought you were getting your stuff ready. You're waiting on me. Pretty normal. You got to edit out all the misinformation about the Amish.
0: Maybe you can relate. I
1: would like a chance to re-sing the Amish Paradise.
0: <laughs> if you want lighthearted stories...
1: All right, you want to talk about goats?
0: ...and stream of consciousness.
1: I just woke up and needed some friends, and so I bought them
0: then you're going to like the Sunny Side Up podcast.
1: Sunny Side Up. Sunny Side Up. Sunny Side Up. Sunny Side Up.
0: So if you're at all like me, you may feel that you're living in a world that can be a bit overwhelming and confusing at times. I'm also a huge fan of podcasts, documentaries, docudramas, stories, and of just information in general. Between all of that and the social media and news, sometimes our brains can feel like they're on overload. Haley and I hope that this podcast can be something of an antidote to all of that. Like little jello shots of joy and distraction. None of it is too serious or really too informative. Mostly it's just two friends who have conversational chemistry talking about Whatever enters the minds of relatively ADHD people. We hope you enjoy.
1: And they have a flu shot for that, but instead I would just be like, no, I'm just going to knock it out with this big shopping trip to Walmart and I'll cope the same way I always do. But
0: yeah, well, I think it's one of the upsides of being raised in a cult is that we, I didn't get any shots. I would
1: subscribe to that podcast by... The way right. the upsides to being raised in a not don't, don't
0: worry. Is. It's coming. It's absolutely. <laughs> I have literally, like, I wish I was You only hear kidding.
1: the negatives. But, I know. Okay. Uh, the, the built-in inclusive feelings, right? Sense but, of community. Me, okay,
0: okay, please. <laughs> let me tell you, like, no joke. I swear to gut. There is a whole science that nobody has gotten into yet in the wor- world of sociology. I think if you study cults. Okay, the bad stuff. Like everybody knows about the bad, right? The, the bad right. things are obvious. I really don't think you need warning labels. Um, the people that are caught up in it, they're not going to see it. The warning labels aren't going to help them. And for the rest of us, you know, like draining the blood from a cat and then doing like a weird ritual the is kind of Kool Aid like stuff. The Kool Aid stuff. You're like, you know, I'll pass. But okay, once we knock like those things out of the way, there's a lot of really wonderful things about the redeeming up in a, qualities. The redeeming qualities. So for me. Uh, because I didn't have any of the shots, and brother Mead said that the doctor was bad. Like I just didn't go to the hospital, and so I. So here's here's why cults are very fascinating. And no offense to like the Amish, who have been a recurring theme like on our on our show. Are they before. a
1: cult? They're not a cult.
0: Um, they're probably not, but they're a sect. Which a sect is like a
1: A cult's looser, hang like, loose cousin. Yeah,
0: they're like a second cousin once removed, something where they're like in the same genre, but they're not quite as. But anyways, so like with the Amish or with any other good sect or cult, let's let's do both because I I think I think it's fair to call some sects and some cults, and I'm, I'll let people decide what they're in. Okay, but from a sociology um and anthropological point of view
1: anthropological was the word I was looking for when we were talking about cornbread couldn't find the word thank you
0: you are okay hey, so you're we'll wow, back well, to
1: that later. Well, worthless
0: information <laughs> but um I think so so the struggle for all good scientists is like how do you do a true like sample where you pull some portion of society and you say okay you guys, Take what's considered a very risky behavior, i.e., you know, don't have your kids in a hospital, don't give your kids shots, yes. and then we're just going to run this thing for like me. I, I'm an experiment. I'm like 46 years into an experiment, a very, very, very little uh, a doctoring shot type stuff ever. Um, and so, and, and I'm 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 pretty healthy by most people's standards. But part of my thing that I've learned is this is my theory, anyways. Because my mom and dad gave me no help. At the early part of my life, with fighting anything off, and I managed to live, um, which are two two big upsides.
1: That's the that's the hurdle. If you survive your childhood, you should be relatively healthy. And and
0: and and, and if you're if you're smart enough to be following this and thinking through this critically, part of my advantage of why I might have lived is because the rest of the population didn't have smallpox stuff. But I caught chickenpox. I caught measles, mumps, whooping cough. I caught all that. Like, the old-fashioned way.
1: Good gracious. Yeah,
0: I got it all. But each one is about a week to two weeks. Like, I remember the... um, I remember chicken pox lasted around two weeks. I had cough was Yeah. So, anyways, you get it for a week. Then your body really does build, like, an amazing defense system. And hopefully you get it young so you can fight it off. And then so now... And don't
1: have any underlying... Congenital right. issues that no, would fair. just kill you.
0: The, the, just kill you, right? That's like I'm saying. The This all- is yeah, yeah, you have to survive this. Yes. Okay, <laughs> right, right, right. Okay, but basically, the the message that you send to your body if you get no aspirin, no Tylenol, no fever reducer, no nothing. I got none of that growing up. The message you send your body is, hey, listen, buddy, you're on your freaking own. You're on your you you. It, it's either like you fight this off or you die. So like my. Immune system, just kind of learn, like, you're not going to get help. Like, you, mom and dad aren't giving you anything.
1: How how did the mm. community feel about soap? Could you wash your hands?
0: You could wash your hands. Could um, you brush your teeth? Yes. Did teeth. it matter
1: if there was fluoride in the toothpaste? Like, how far did they walk this out?
0: No, they, 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 yeah, they had gaps. They didn't really care what kind of toothpaste or soap you used.
1: Okay, okay. Right. So, okay. So, um, most everybody else similar in their yes. health responses? Like, most yes. of, okay. Yeah. Sweet.
0: Yeah. On on average, they probably tip more towards my side. Yeah. But, like, I took it one step further and just started, like, so So I think they sort of were unconsciously, like, they were just, like, in the river going with the flow. I started critically thinking about it at around, in my thir- early 30s, and I was like, wait, I was raised different. Let's continue this experiment of forcing my body to have to, like, do hard stuff. So I started eating off the ground, licking shopping carts, like, doing really gross. I'll tell you the grossest thing probably that I ever did.
1: Please do not chew somebody else's gum from, like, Oh, a I did that. That's period. not a big deal. Duh, what, no. That's okay. not bad. Yeah. It is a big deal. Okay. okay? <laughs> like, I'm just going to say it is, just, it is a big deal.
0: That was not too bad. <laughs> that's a no, probably probably uh, self-diagnosed grossest thing I've ever done is I was in the Atlanta airport, busiest airport in the world, on one of the main thoroughfares, I'd gotten a sandwich with a tomato slice in it. Nope. <laughs> and it fell in the center of the busiest walkway in the busiest airport, port, a good 40 feet outside the restrooms. And I sat and looked at that, and I was like, are you going to be a man today, or are you letting the fake germ news get you? And by God, I picked that thing up. I let it sit there for probably close to 10 seconds thinking, because I had to think about this one. Because I knew it was like, there's for sure poop on the okay, bottom of this I thing. I take
1: the tomatoes off my sandwich. I'm more fascinated at this point in the story that you wanted to put a tomato back on your sandwich. Yeah, and no, be like, absolutely. That's the one ingredient yep. that I'm willing to let go by the wayside. No, ate
0: it, like, ate it like a man, never looked back.
1: I will say I could handle food off of like a walkway. Mm -hmm. more so than food off a handrail, because I'm not afraid of the bacteria and the Mm -hmm. things that are occurring in the soil, although that is where our parasites and our hookworms and things come from, so I should be more concerned about it. But, like, I'm less concerned about dirt than I am about... N- nasty germs coming off people's hands, n- not washing in the restroom, and yeah. then touching this, the railing on the side of the escalator or whatever. Like yeah. That's where the nasty right, is. Right, right. Yeah, that's none of that bothers you...
0: me at all. I'll lick that in a heartbeat. none of that bothers <laughs> so... me. Yeah, it's, it's it bothers me. But my immune system knows at this point. Uh, that like it's get, it's getting no help. So it's just it's just adapted. Like that's the amazing thing about human beings is that we just adapt. so if you if you bubble wrap yourself, it will adapt to a bubble wrap situation and basically you'll have fewer defenses.
1: Well, kind of sorta. Okay, because viruses, yeah, your body can learn to fight it off, and you're still going to have an immune response, and you're going to feel like my body's an amazing thing, and it is. Right. But that virus is going to affect your body in ways that you may not know now and you may not know later. For example, I had chicken pox when I was a kid also because I, too, was a child of the 80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It showed back up in my 30s as shingles. And I know mm-hmm. only old people are supposed to get it, but I was in a very stressful point of time in my life, and yeah. I got shingles. And I'm like, what the heck? And you know why? Because I had that – it's a it's a herpes – virus. Yeah. Okay. And it and it just lives in your spinal column yeah. or somewhere. Yeah.
0: And, and it just, it just comes shows back. up. Yeah. Like hello.
1: And most Remember other people me? not until they're older and bodies are weaker, but yeah. I can wear myself down and a fraction of the time it takes normal people to wear themselves yeah. down. And so shingles here I go. Yeah. Um,
0: Did you do, like, was it like asphalt shingles or more like the metal variety? Because yeah. I'm very, like, I really get, like, medical terms.
1: You should have been yeah. in the doctor's office the day she diagnosed me. Like, she thought I was just pill shopping because I came in and I was like, <laughs> I have a vague backache. Ha, <laughs> Could it be a kidney uh, stone? And yeah. she was, like, really skeptical and didn't mm-hmm. really want to see me. And I work out of town. At this point, I work about 90 miles away from my house. So it looked like I had driven just far enough away where the doctors <laughs> wouldn't know me. But, All um, the
0: metrics were going, nah, yes. nah Like Like nah. She's just
1: a pill shopper, but she's asking these questions. And, I mean, her body language was so, like, eye roll basically. And she finally was like, I can give you this much of whatever painkiller it was and I was like no 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 like I don't hurt that bad I just want to know what's wrong with me yeah oh her demeanor changed entirely she went into fact finding mode like she became Dr. House and we start like she all of a sudden started ordering like pregnancy tests urinalysis everything and uh and she was like do you have any rashes and I was like no no rashes wait a second Uh, yeah but it's like right here the size of a quarter I thought it was from doing yard work because I will catch poison ivy from across the highway. Me
0: too. Yeah. Yeah. You say the word poison ivy. It's yeah. yeah, And I I was like,
1: I just figured it's something I picked up, but it's, it's been there for, and she looked at it. She's like, Oh my gosh. She's like, it's it's shingles and i don't know mm. if they had a test where they could confirm it or if she just assumed but everything yeah. she said was correct and it showed back up and i think that's what we're going to find with covid is not what it did in the moment your yeah. body can overcome yeah. Yeah. the average cold symptoms of covid it was kind of uncomfortable yeah. i think that the vaccine yeah. that i took probably lessened the impact and sure. it's still unpleasant yeah yeah it's what it's what's what that virus is doing to our bodies long term and that's where i can't rule out what is this thing doing to our adrenal Mm -hmm. glands, which I now believe are profoundly important. The unsung unsung mechanism. Yeah, Yeah. the unsung uh, puppet master inside our systems. But in people that died from COVID, they did autopsies and they found the virus. In the adrenal gland, we know that it impacts it. Mm. We don't know exactly what the impact is. And our situation is, I've got this kid who's gentle as a lamb yeah she's so and she's precious. been in a sustained panic attack for Ugh, three or God. four months now and we go into the clinic and they're all like it's normal here's mm-hmm. some anxiety medicine it, you're just gonna have to get used to it everybody lives like this it's right. no problem and which is
0: sadly true that like the we've
1: normalized it yes. to that point and i i think our society is particularly anxious and yes. it's the lifestyle that we've given ourselves
0: but i love that you're you're picking up on there may be some other and, and kind of to your point I look for abnormalities. So, like, when everybody who's under a certain age, or 90%, let's say, everybody is anxious, uh, depressed, blah, 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 blah. I'm bored with it now because it's like trying to find someone who's not under 30 and anxious and depressed is very hard.
1: That's how the clinicians, clinicians, diagnosticians, whatever you want to call the doctors feel. Because everybody who comes in their clinic. But
0: I'm saying, like, this is where it should trigger us as into, like, okay... There's something going on here. This isn't the normal, right? It's like anything that goes over. Yeah, yeah. we should we should allow for whatever the percentage is. Ten, fifteen percent, twenty percent, maybe normal. But when it's like ninety percent,
1: everybody's walking in yes. with it.
0: Well, this was like this is my same experience that I had with the um, food allergies. Because when I was growing, first of all, I have no food allergies. I I eat anything.
1: Yeah, I've done.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I eat everything, uh, even things that are trying to eat me. I'm not i I'll just yeah. As long well, it's a mutual uh, feast, you know. So, but anyways, no, I love, I love food. I love all kinds of food. Everything is great to me in in terms of that. No food allergies. Wouldn't know what to do with it. So, um, and then I think when I was coming up, I vaguely remember like one kid had a little something. And now, again, it's like every other person like giving their We're list of what they sensitive. can't eat that's is true. like, yeah, it's like it's ridiculous. And so something, yeah, so that's another thing you're like, what happened? Like
1: why are we so sensitive? Why? Well, number one, we effed up our food supplies. Fair. Like we have totally. we have significantly affected where our food comes from yeah. and what's happening to yeah. it on all levels. And we yeah. what we've done to corn and then injected corn syrup, into everything right. we eat from dog food on down. And, I mean, we're making animals eat corn who are not biologically – like a cow is not supposed to be able to eat corn.
0: That's right. That's so right. So we that's right. feed yeah, it yeah. corn,
1: and then we pump it full of steroids to make it digest it. Mm-hmm. And then we're like, well, I wonder why this <laughs> – I wonder why I don't feel as good as I used to. I wonder back why I before. wake up at
0: three in the morning and start mooing at the moon. <laughs> you know, it's just exactly. so weird. I, can't I don't put, get it. Can't put my I'm growing finger an udder on the left side of my hip. No, yeah. But
1: I mean it's it's small it's small and subtle things, but also widespread and yeah. pretty profound at the same time. Yeah,
0: yeah. You're starting to see it macro. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: But with with our situation we we're trying to f- put our finger on what's what's going on here and every doctor that we saw is saying well, it's, it's pretty normal this mm. is not unusual and you have a kid who's saying i promise you this is not what you see as normal i don't mm-hmm. know how to convey <laughs> it we don't have a vocabulary for it for yeah. me to tell you about what i'm experiencing yeah. in terms that will let you know it's not yeah. normal but wow i don't know if it's diet i don't know if it's but i do think that we're going to find out that COVID has an impact on those adrenal glands in a okay. way that we're not recognizing diagnostically yet Yeah, okay. because we're still flying it under the radar of this is normal. Mm-hmm. Here's the typical mm-hmm. prescription Ooh. for it and manage it. Right, 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 right. And we got some people that are having some slightly abnormal symptoms that they don't realize. Wow. But what do you, can you do about it? It's viral. You can't,
0: mm-hmm. you can't fix it. Yeah. And this
1: is why you shouldn't lick your shopping cart handles because it's not so much that you Can you handle the illness? You probably can. You've got a great immune response, the best. Like I (laughs) need to be all Trump about your immune response, (laughs) but it's probably a great immune response. But the impacts that you can't control and how they're gonna rear their heads later is the thing that we can't dismiss and why I'm willing to continue to use hand sanitizer.
0: Hello, lovely friends. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. And it would mean the world if you would tell other people about this podcast and maybe even spam your social media accounts with just how much you're enjoying it. If you are, of course. Also, commenting and rating us on whatever platform you're downloading or streaming from is incredibly helpful to a little startup podcast like this one. On the other hand, if you are dissatisfied with your listening experience Please leave all of that hate on someone else's podcast, just maybe to confuse them a little bit, right? But most of all, we hope you keep looking up and looking for the sunny side of life.